0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook, download at www.audibletrial.com slash outnowpodcast. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com slash outnowpodcast. It's the second for Outstanding Achievement in- We are now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is... Abe! Hello, guys! This, well, Out Now is normally a film podcast, where Abe and I discussing new movies weekly. However, every now and then we like to do random bonus episodes, such as this one. And we're continuing to close out our thoughts on the year 2013 and what movies meant in that year, and doing so, we are now at our second annual Out Now Accolade Spectacular Awards for the Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence trademark <laughs> all of that um basically we did this last year too this that's why it's our second annual one and there you go the idea is abe and i had a lot of our guests that are frequently on the show all kind of answer a number of different questions filling out different accolades that apply to the different movies of last year and so basically we kind of have like a running tally of what out now and the people involved with out now there and Abe kind of think were the the best of the best in terms of performances and directing and foreign films and then other categories like soundtracks, trailers, posters, one-liners, things like that. So uh, we've collected just a bevy of answers from all our different guests, and we're just going to go through all of them right now, including, and Abe and I will also be doing this as well, and joining us to go over these things with us, just as we had last year, we have once again, our good friend, Scooter, take us. Hello, Miss Lady. <laughs> That's the same thing he said last time. <laughs> How are you doing, Scooter? Excellent. You ready? Sure. I, I should note to the listeners right now that Scooter has answered all of the category questions that we have, and he has written all those answers down in pink crayon.
1: Woo! I should also note that Aaron and I and Scooter are all wearing tuxedo shirts with nice bow ties.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and banana- it's an
1: awards show.
0: Banana hammock's on the bottom.
1: Yeah, well, you know, nobody cares because we're sitting down, right?
0: I'm not. I'm doing laps while doing that We're running around. We're <laughs> outside. Jumping jacks. Jumping jacks, <laughs> yeah. We want to keep... It's cardio. You got to keep that blood going. Uh Okay. Can I keep describing the different things that we're doing? <laughs> did,
2: did you just say you tried to keep the wood going?
0: No, I did not say that at all. This okay. <laughs>
2: was a family show?
0: Yeah. Put your dirty mouth,
2: babe. <laughs> uh, where's the soap?
0: I don't know. But anyway, let's move on. Let's just get right into it. Um, so we have a, a whole lot of categories, a whole lot of answers from our different guests and friends of the show. So we're just going to kind of start it off here. So um, our first category we have is favorite male lead performances. Uh, Mark Johnson has uh, Matthew McConaughey in Dallas Buyers Club, and Maxwell Haddad has Joaquin Phoenix from Her, Chiwetel Ejiofor from 12 Years of Slave, and Leonardo DiCaprio from The Wolf of Wall Street.
1: And friend of the show, Jim Dietz has Chiotel Ejiofor in 12 Years a Slave, as well as Elijah Wood in Maniac. Also friend of the show, Gerard Uribe has Joaquin Phoenix in Her, and Daniel Bruhl in Rush, Leonardo DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street, and Jason Statham in Redemption.
0: Ooh. That's a nice pick. Yeah. Uh, Brian Brian White, founder of Wise of Blue, has DiCaprio, uh, Christian Bale in American Hustle, and Michael B. Jordan in Fruitvale Station. Alan Aguilera, just on this most recent episode... Uh, McConaughey, Leonardo DiCaprio, and AG4.
1: Jimmy O has Oscar Isaac. Marcus Robinson has Leonardo DiCaprio. Michael B. Jordan, Chiwetel four, Oscar Isaac, and James Franco from Spring Breakers.
0: Brandon Peters has Leonardo DiCaprio, Chris Hemsworth, and Rush, and Miles Teller in The Spectacular Now. Oh, wow. Scott Mendelssohn has Chiwetel 4 AG- from 12 years and so finally, Mark Hoban has Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt McConaughey, and Tom Hanks and Captain Phillips. So kind of overall, we're seeing a lot of edgy four, a lot of Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt McConaughey, Joaquin Phoenix, and Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Uh, Scooter, it's your time to shine here. What was your favorite male performance?
2: Uh, James Franco in everything he's done this year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Including Oz.
0: Okay. I like that. Abe?
1: My winner for favorite male lead performance is Tutel Ejiofor, and runner-up is Bruce Dern in Nebraska.
0: Ooh, nice picks. I've got Ejiofor, Phoenix, Hanks, Oscar Isaac, and Michael B. Jordan.
1: Also, I, I actually ranked mine in terms of how they went in my head, so that's why he's the winner. Just, you know, so you know.
0: I don't even know where I'd pick here. I, maybe this is tough. That is tough. Maybe Oscar Isaac. We'll
1: I- our Oscars. We'll have our Oscar show later.
0: Oh, we'll do that for sure, yeah. But yeah. between the ones that I had, I mean, it'd be up between Phoenix and Oscar Isaac, probably.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Her was number one.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's move on now. Let's get on to favorite female lead performance. And starting with Mark, we have Brie Larson from Short Turn 12. Nice. And Maxwell also has Brie Larson, as well as Greta Gerwig from Frances Ha and Sandra Bullock in Gravity. Jim Dietz has Jennifer Lawrence in American Hustle and Greta Gerwig. Gerard Arribe has Aubrey
1: Plaza in The To Do List, Kristen Wiig in Walter Mitty, and Olivia Wilde in Drinking Buddies.
0: Ryan has Sandra Bullock in Gravity and Amy Adams in American Hustle. Alan Aguilera has Amy Acker in Much Ado About Nothing, and Sandra Bullock in Gravity and Kate Blanchett in Blue Jasmine.
1: Jimmy O has Scarlett Johansson, I'm presuming for the voice in her. Uh, Marcus Robinson has Kate Blanchett, Emma Thompson in Saving Mr. Banks, as well as Sandra Bullock.
0: Brandon has Sandra Bullock, Amy Simetz in Upstream Color, and Greta Gerwig. Scott Mendelson has Brie Larson in Short Term 12, and Mark Hoban has Cate Blanchett, Adele Exarchopolis in Blue is the Warmest Color. Yeah, I nailed that name. And Amy Adams in American <laughs> Hustle. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, overall, we have Brie Larson, Amy Adams, Cate Blanchett, and Sandra Bullock, really, pretty much. Yeah, I'm good. glad for the, all of the Brie Larson love, because Short Term 12 is a, is a very good movie.
1: Scooter,
2: who do you have for your favorite female lead performance? Well, I apparently missed all the female movies, so uh, <laughs> Halle Berry in The Call. <laughs> okay. Yes! Best hair and makeup, too, Red Scooter? <laughs> yes.
1: Hey. For favorite female lead performances, the winner is Kate Blanchett, and runner-up is Brie Larson, short-term 12.
0: Uh, yeah, I have um, uh, Kate Blanchett. Uh, Brie Larson, Sandra Bullock, and uh, Adele Exarchopoulos. Did it again, twice. Yep. Boom.
1: Adele Exarchopoulos. Yeah, I can do it, too.
0: It's not yeah. a hard one, but it is fun to okay. say. Oh, my bad. I also forgot. Um, Lake Bell in In a World. I really like her performance then. Oh.
1: Still a movie on my to-watch list.
0: I believe it comes out this week. <laughs> We're assuming that this podcast comes out this <laughs> week. I mean, it, it, you could have already, you know, been on shelves, you know. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Favorite supporting male performances. Uh, Mark Johnson has Michael Fassbender in 12 Years a Slave. Uh, Maxwell Haddad has Michael Fassbender, Jared Leto in Dallas Buyers Club, as well as Daniel Bruhl in Rush.
1: Jim Deets has Nick Frost in The World's End. And Gerard Ribe has Hiroki Sanada in 47 Ronin. Hiroyuki, I should say. I'm
0: sorry. Uh, Brian has Fassbender, Jonah Hill in Wolf of Wall Street, and Bradley Cooper in American Hustle for Rockin' That Perm. Uh, Alan Aguilera has Tom Hiddleston in Thor The Dark World, Michael Fassbender, Dwayne Johnson in, in Pain and Gain.
1: Jimmy O has Jared Leto from Dallas Buyers Club. Marcus Robinson has Jonah Hill in The Wolf of Wall Street, Kyle Chandler in The Wolf of Wall Street Friend of the show, John Goodman in Inside Llewyn Davis, and Emery Cohen
0: from The Place Beyond the Pines. I assume that's your favorite character from The Place Beyond the Pines. <laughs> Hardly. Um, Brandon Peters has James Franco, Spring Breakers, Jonah Hill, Wolf of Wall Street, and Dwayne Johnson in Pain and Gain. Scott Mendelson has Harrison Ford in 42. Good call. Mark Hoban has Sam Rockwell in The Way, Way Back, Daniel Brule in Rush, and James Franco in Spring Breakers. Uh, A lot of Fassbender, Brule, and Jonah Hill love in these categories. Surprising what the Jonah Hill love, but no. A little surprise (laughs) too. That's not surprising. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Scooter, who do you have for your favorite supporting male performance?
2: Uh, The Rock. And in uh, what? It, in a joke. <laughs> no, 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 he was
0: in like five movies a year. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Pain and Game. Okay. And then uh, we'll go with Leo DiCaprio in The Great Gatsby.
0: You call that supporting? Well, it was a. It's uh, called The Great Gatsby. Uh, I that <laughs>
1: there. You could, you could say that sure. Toby Maguire was the real. He's
2: narrating it.
0: It's about Gatsby, and it's called <laughs> The Great Gatsby.
2: <laughs> I'm just
0: it's trying to help Scooter out, alright? All right
2: about Tobey Maguire's character.
0: No one cares about Tobey Maguire's character
2: anyway. I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: Abe. For favorite supporting male performance, Jared Leto is the winner, and Michael Fassbender is coming in second.
0: Yeah, uh, Sam Rockwell, James Franco in Spring Breakers, Fassbender, Dwayne Johnson, Brule. Um, I mean Rockwell's fantastic in the way. <laughs> <laughs> He is a shining moment
1: when he's on the screen, so,
0: yeah. I Bru- is by default, like, amazing, but he's, like, it's, a, it's like, this weird, like, place between supporting and lead actor. And, yeah, The Rock is giving, like, a career best in painting gain, so it's, like, it's hard to rule any of these out. Fassbender's just always good. I mean, you know me and Michael Fassbender. <laughs> I know, how much you love him. I do. Yeah. All right, moving on. Favorite supporting female performances? Uh... I'm lost the names there. We have uh, Mark Johnson has Lapita Nyong'o with 12 Years a Slave. Uh, Maxwell Haddad also has Lapita Nyong'o, as well as Amy Adams in her and Jennifer Lawrence in uh, American Hustle.
1: Jim Beats writes, uh, M. Beth Davids from Europa Report. Gerard Uribe has Scarlett Johansson in her and Jennifer Lawrence
0: in American Hustle. Brian has Octavia Spencer in Fruitvale Station. And Alan Aguilera has Vera Farmiga in The Conjuring, Jennifer Garner in Dallas Buyers Club, and Amy Adams in American Hustle. Gmail has Jennifer Lawrence. Marcus
1: Robinson has Scarlett Johansson, Margot Robbie in The Wolf of Wall Street, and Jennifer Lawrence.
0: Uh, Brandon has Lupita Nyong'o, Viola Davis in Prisoners, and Winona Ryder in Homefront. Uh, Scott Mendelson has June Squibb in Nebraska. And Mark Hoban has Leah Sedar and Blue is the Warmest Color, Melanie Diaz in Fruitville Station, Mar- and Margot Robbie in Wolf of Wall Street. So yeah, a lot of Lupita Nyong'o, Jennifer Lawrence, and Scarlett Johansson love here. I
1: don't think that's really anything out of the ordinary.
0: You know, Scooter, what are your thoughts on the favorite supporting female performances of this year?
2: Well, Emma Roberts in We Are the Millers.
0: Okay. Abe.
1: Favorite supporting female performance winner is Sally Hawkins. Coming up next is Amy Adams, and last is Jennifer Lawrence.
0: Um, I have yeah, I have Hawkins on here because I really like that Hawkins performance. And then Peter Nyong'o is fantastic. Amy Adams in her, Margot Robbie, and then Melanie Diaz in uh, Fruitvale Station. Mm-hmm. A lot of great supporting, a lot of great supporting performances here in general. There
1: were a lot, yeah. Oh my god,
0: yeah. And
1: you called it on the uh, Jeremy Renner.
0: Snub there. Oh, yeah. No, he's, he's not getting any love. <laughs> yeah. Alright, moving on now. Things get a little more interesting. We have favorite ensemble cast. Mark Johnson has Inside and Davis. Maxwell Haddad has Short Term 12, American Hustle, and 12 Years a Slave. Jim Dees has
1: American Hustle. Gerard Arriba has The To-Do List, Wolf of Wall Street, and American Hustle.
0: To-Do List has a pretty big cast. It's a good choice. Uh, Brian White has American Hustle. Alan Aguilera has Hustle, Wolf of Wall Street, and 12 Years a Slave.
1: Jamie L. has American Hustle, The Conjuring, and The World's End. Marcus Robinson has The Wolf of Wall Street.
0: Uh, Brandon Peters has Furious 6, The World's End, The To-Do List. Uh, Scott Mendelson has White House Down. Mark Hoban yeah. has Hustle, The Hunger Games, Catch Your Fire, and This Is The End. So yeah, Hustle and Wolf of Wall Street, pretty much. Tons of love, yeah. Yeah. Scooter, what's your favorite ensemble cast this year? I think I know where you're going already with this one. <laughs> oh, yes.
2: Well, besides Grown Ups 2, uh, this is the end.
0: Good. Enjoy. Hey. Yeah.
2: Favorite ensemble
1: cast, this is the end. And second runner-up is The World's End.
0: Yeah, I have those two as well, along with Fast and Furious 6, American Hustle, and The Way Way Back. And In a World. Sorry, I forgot. I keep forgetting to say In a World. <laughs> in a <world's> end. <laughs> okay, next up we have Best Director. Ooh, getting into the serious stuff, huh? That's right. Uh, best director uh, Mark Johnson has Alfonso Coron for gravity, and Maxwell has Spike Jones Martin Scorsese and Alfonso Cuaron. Jim
1: Deese has Diro del Toro and Gerard has Martin Scorsese and Spike Jones
0: uh Brian White has Alfonso Coron David O Russell for American hustle that rhymes and Martin Scorsese for the Wolf of Wall Street AZ also rhymes see, I did it. <laughs> Uh, Alan Aguilera has Shane Carruth for Upstream Color, and Martin Scorsese and Steve McQueen for 12 Years of Sleep. Jimmy has Spike Jones, and Marcus Robinson has Derek
1: Sinfrance.
0: Sin France.
1: Sinfrance. France. Uh,
0: Brandon Peters has Alfonso Cuaron for Gravity. Scott Mendelson also has Alfonso Cuaron for Gravity. Mark Hoban has Paul Greengrass for Captain Phillips, uh, Derek Searin France for The Place Beyond the Pines, and David O. Russell for American.
2: Hustle. Hustle. Hustle.
0: Hustle. Say a lot of love for Coron, Spike Jones, Martin Scorsese, and David a. Russell for American Hustle. Scooter?
2: Oh, yes. We gotta give some love to our boy,
0: Boz Luhrmann For The Great Gatsby. Gatsby. Of
1: course. Gatsby. Abe? Best Director, Steve McQueen. Coming in next is Spike Jones, and last is Alexander Payne for Nebraska.
0: I have uh, Scorsese, Spike Jones, McQueen, Edgar Wright, in the world's end Hayao Miyazaki for The Wind Rises uh-huh. and Alfonso Cuaron I was just thinking no one else has Miyazaki but then again The Wind Rises hasn't been like seen by everybody yet yeah I was like has that been officially
1: been released by the time of the show hmm.
0: no it won't be released till February but if the Oscars are nominated I can nominate <laughs> there you <laughs> go
1: there you go sound logic sir
0: yeah alright favorite documentary time uh, Mark Johnson <laughs> has Stories We Tell and Maxwell has Stories We Tell
1: Jim Dietz has a band
0: called Death, Room
1: 237, and Gerard Uribe has Sound City.
0: Brian has Blackfish, and Alan has Blackfish. He only saw one documentary, though, but Mm. he chose Blackfish.
1: Yeah, that makes... well, that's perfectly fine. Jimmy Owl has Room 237, and Marcus Robinson has Stories We Tell.
0: Uh, Brandon Peters has Crystal Lake Memories, which I believe is the documentary that goes over the entire Friday the 13th franchise um and scott mendelson has stories we tell and mark hoban has blackfish the act of killing which is on netflix watch instant now and i'm going to check it out very soon and 20 feet from stardom so yeah stories we tell and blackfish seem to take a lot of yeah, a lot
1: of a lot of love for stories we
0: tell scooter did you see any documentaries this year that you want uh, to show grown-ups too you grown-ups know a too. day
2: in the life of adam sandler and his friends i i think that counts Oh
0: yes, that's the thing that happened, Abe.
2: <laughs> Favorite documentary is "Stories We
1: Tell" with an asterisk because I haven't seen it. I have it in my. Uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I've got it. I've got a copy of it. I'm gonna watch it probably tonight. You know.
0: I have a band called Death and Stories We Tell, and I'm really looking forward to uh, "Active Killing." Although I'm probably gonna be very depressed and disturbed by it, but still, yeah, <laughs> kind of, yeah. So, moving on to things that are certainly depressing and feel bad about things, let's get to favorite foreign films. Uh, Mark Johnson has The Hunt, which I love The Hunt, but that is not an easy film to watch. And Maxwell has Blue is the warmest color. Jim Deeds has The Grandmaster, and Gerard Ribe has The Rooftop. That's what I want to check out. That's with, uh, you know who that, The Rooftop is, Abe? Uh, no. Is it a spinoff of District B23? I wish. <laughs> um, that's getting, that's, that is an American remake this year. Really? Yeah. oh.
1: Um, <laughs> I wonder who it's starring.
0: Uh, oh God, I think I knew this too. Hold on, is, got... is
1: it a Christian? What's his face from Star Wars? What? Christian? Eric Hayden Olson? Christensen. Hayden Christensen.
0: Why is that the first name that came to mind? I don't
1: know, because he really needs some work. <laughs> what are
0: we talking about? He's making all that Takers money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's like, that's like a good time we brought up Takers
0: into. Oh, minutes. that's why. I, that's why I know this because Paul Walker's in it. Ooh. Oh. District B twenty three? In the remake called Brick Mansions. Uh, interesting. Yeah, Paul mm. Walker's in it and Rizza's in it.
1: Well, is RZA gonna be a blind ninja master again? I hope I not. Hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Me too.
0: <laughs> um no the rooftop's a film with uh, that Gerard's picked for favorite him from was a film from uh Jay Chow who was a uh, Kato in the Green Hornet movie. Yeah. Yeah, he made he directed also,
1: uh, pop music.
0: He directed music. and starred in a in a kind of a martial arts comedy. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Brian White has a door, and Alan Aguilera has instructions not included. Our favorite, our favorite film to talk about um, <laughs> that we didn't know anything about until Jose finally. Yeah,
1: it was until from the show, Jose Cordova actually said, like, you know, it's actually not that bad, but I guess it's very niche. Um O did not see a favorite foreign film, uh, so I'm sure he has many as his list, but he just can't pick.
0: Mark, no, he, Arch- was... he just didn't have one. He didn't see enough.
1: Jimmy was... has The Hunt. I- I'm sorry. <laughs> Marcus Robinson has The Hunt.
0: Uh, Brandon Peters has Drug Story, which is also on Netflix Instant, and I also am planning to check that out. Um, And Scott Mendelson has The Hunt. Mark Hoban has The Past, Wajida, and The Hunt. So yeah, The Hunt's certainly getting the most love there.
1: Tons of love
2: there, yeah.
0: Uh, Scooter, did you see any foreign
2: films this year? Uh, Does the Wolverine count? Sure. Well, yeah, I mean, he goes to Japan,
0: right? Yeah, obviously.
2: Or that New Zealand movie that we saw. Lord of the Rings?
0: Which New Zealand movie that we saw? Uh, the
2: Fresh Meat one?
0: Oh, that one. <laughs> yeah, Fresh Meat. <laughs> Abe, did you
2: have any
1: foreign picks? Favorite foreign film with an asterisk is The World's End, because technically it's a British <laughs> film. So there you go. I gotta start. I could get away
0: with that. I got to start naming this like the BAFTA's favorite non-English foreign film, apparently. <laughs> um, okay, I have The Hunt, The Wind Rises, and The Past would be my favorites.
1: Very nice. I should check out The Hunt.
0: Yeah, you should. It's also on Netflix Instant Watch.
1: Already, okay, all That's right. Right, yeah. I'm gonna have like a movie marathon tonight.
0: Oh my god, it's a so. Ton good.
1: of documentaries and
0: The Hunt. So next up, we have favorite trailer. Um, some of the more these are gonna be some of the more fun categories now. Yeah, kind of standard stuff. Um, Mark Johnson has American Hustle, directed by David O. Russell. Maxwell Haddad has The Wolf of Wall Street. The first version of it, like the teaser with one? The, with, the with the Kanye with song? The Kanye song, because yeah. it's one of the best it's short The one
1: with, movies. like, the Motorola pick-your-own-color song. Uh, of the show, Jim D's has Kung Fury, and Jared Reba has The Hobbit.
0: Two, The Desolation of Smoke? Smoke! Smoke! <laughs> uh, Brian has The Wolf of Wall Street, Alad has Wolf, Gravity, and Elysium. Jimmy O has The Conjuring, and Marcus Robinson has Gravity. Brandon Peters has Don John. That is, of course, the trailer that features Don John John talking about his car, his pad, his girls, his church, his ride, his family, his boys, his porn, and his girls. Yep. Well, what can I say? It's a
1: good vibration.
0: Yeah. And Scott Mendelson has the final trailer for Man of Steel. And Mark Hoban has Gravity, Escape from Tomorrow, and The Grand Budapest Hotel. I should say that I think the most of us were limited to movies from this year. Uh, but I won't you know mark it again, so because I have some picks for next for trailers for movies coming out next year as well.
1: Me too, because they were released this year.
0: Yeah, but I mean I can understand the the desire to pick movies from this year that had good trailers. So. Right. Um. So yeah, overall, Wolf of Wall Street and Gravity got a lot of love, which is not surprising. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street's a great trailer. So. Uh, Scooter, do you have a pick for favorite trailer?
2: Yes, I enjoyed the Great Gatsby trailer. Boom. All of them. <laughs>
1: Teaser through trailer number one, two, and three. Yes. A- <laughs> Favorite trailers are Place Beyond the Pines, very good score, um, Only God Forgives, and X-Men Days of Future Past. I thought about Ooh.
0: picking Only God Forgives, that is a good trailer. That is a good trailer, yeah. It's a good poster, too, and I should not should have picked that for poster, because that's a good poster. <laughs> um, I forgot, I don't, remember, I don't remember the Place Beyond the Pines trailer, actually. It's, oh. uh,
1: it's just it's very moving because the, the soundtrack for the entire film is in there too. And yeah, it just hits the you. 40 minute trailer. <laughs> <laughs> no, this isn't, this isn't the, the, I
3: don't know.
0: Smooth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I have, uh, the Wolf of Wall Street, Gravity, The Conjuring is a great trailer. Uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty, cause that was won over immediately by that trailer.
3: <laughs> um,
0: and as far as next year's films go, X-Men Days of Future Past, Interstellar, and Godzilla. I would have put Interstellar, but I watched it this year, so I, I had to limit myself. You didn't see the Interstellar trailer until this year.
1: I think I saw it early this year, like January one or something. Mm.
0: I mean, it came out with the Hobbit.
1: Well, you know, I'm just saying. I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be rude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're right because the podcast police would have come and got you for that one. They would, they would have. Yeah, you know, we gotta be. We gotta be honest. All right. Uh, next up, we have favorite poster. Uh, Mark Johnson has Nebraska with Der- Bruce Stern's profile in it. Maxwell has the Wolverine.
1: There's a lot of good posters for the Wolverine, actually. Yeah, especially like the the, the paint splatter one, where it's just him and his claws. What I like but, about and that's the one he's referring to, I assume. But, yeah. Like, what
0: I like about the Wolverine poster, well, besides the fact that it's a cool poster, is that it's the first time that I like I really liked an X Men poster. X Men's had like a terrible history. That's with true. They've had, had like history. collage posters a lot. They have and... terrible posters like throughout the history of X Men movies. So I was like really happy that the Wolverine <laughs> did one. That was good. <laughs> For the show, Jim D's has Iron Man 3. I'm assuming he means all of them.
1: Oh. Uh, Gerard Arriba has Pacific Rim and the Jaws homo- homage version.
0: It's, it's, the, yeah, it's the Jaws homage version of Pacific Rim, which yep. is pretty cool. Uh, Brian has Byzantium, which is a he describes it as classic lit-up hotel sign with a damsel in red. Alan Aguilera has Wolf of Wall Street, I assume the one where it looks like DiCaprio is about to fillet his microphone. Uh, <laughs> Gravity and Pacific Rim. Jimmy O has Inside Lewin
1: Davis. And Marcus Robinson has Spring Breakers!
0: There's a ton of Spring Breakers posters that I all like, actually. I mean,
1: you just, you just look at them in the dark, right? Yeah.
0: Because um, they all light up. There's their neon.
1: Oh, yeah, was, that's what I was just saying. I just
0: imagine Skrillex in my mind, too. It's great. <laughs> uh, Brandon <laughs> right, it's
1: really has... Skrillex like, is 56k monitor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brandon Peters has The Hunger Games Catching Fire. Scott also has The Hunger Games Catching Fire. Um, Mark Hoban has August of Sage County, the one with Meryl versus Julia <laughs> uh You're next, a film he hated, but he likes the poster, which is like the floor, yeah, the floor the, plan version. The floor plan yeah. version, which is like. Check that one out. It looks like the mask, but oh, it's just like inside right. the mask is a, like a look of the floor plan
3: yeah.
0: of the house. Uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty, with Mitty kind of walking vertically up a building. The um, Hunger Games got some love here, pretty much the like, the most repeated one on this list.
1: They did have a lot of variations, and
0: you know, I like that. Though they're referring to that main one, like the first one with Katniss, where well, she just, just red, where she's just standing, and it looks like a it looks like a painting.
1: It's yeah, like, it looks like a book cover.
0: It's a very evocative poster. Yeah, I know.
1: Like, I actually like that one actually too, and that's the one I would prefer over the one where she has her bow and it's all red in her face.
0: Scooter, favorite posters,
2: uh, Spring Breakers.
0: Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> you said that almost too quickly,
1: uh, <laughs> Abe. Favorite posters, Anchorman 2 and also Iron Man 3. Why Iron Man 3? Because they did a very smart thing or a very clever thing and they actually made the posters look like some like some comic book covers from the exact day that Iron Man 3 came out, which is like May 3rd, 19, or 2013
0: or something. So it's it pretty clever. I remember you remarking on that before, yeah. And uh, what was the first one you said?
1: Anchorman 2. Which it's just one? a mustache. Just the mustache? Yeah, the <laughs> teaser poster.
0: Um, yeah, I have Side Effects, which is a really cool poster. that's one Oh,
1: the one with the prescription
3: the
0: prescri- Yeah, pad. it's like a prescription yes, pad. It's, it's a really letter. sweet poster, yeah. Uh, I should go back and look. Side Effects has some like a lot of good things that can qualify here. I think Rooney Mari's excellent in that movie. <laughs> uh, I also have The Wolverine, Hunger Games Catching Fire, The Heat, a movie I hated that has a great poster. The, the, uh, the one that looks like Big Trouble in Little China? Yeah, that one. Okay. And Upstream Color. That's a great poster for that movie. I'm surprised Alan didn't pick that one, actually. <laughs> Alan? <laughs> Thanks a lot, Alan. Um, oh, shit. Um, all right. Uh, favorite soundtrack or score? Mark Johnson has Gravity, and Maxwell has Inside and Davis, Frozen, and Gravity.
1: Jim B's has American Hustle. Gerard Ruby has M83, The Oblivion Score.
0: Brian has The Oblivion Score as well. Alan has Pacific Rim, 12 Years a Slave, and The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smash. Sma- Jimmy L.
1: has Frozen and Inside Llewyn Davis. Marcus Robertson has a tie between Inside Llewyn Davis and The Place Beyond the Pines.
0: Brandon has Maniac by Rob, which is a really cool synth 80s score, actually. That's a good pick. He also like, the Kings of Summer score, which has kind of this, like, video gamey kind of vibe that uh, I noticed through it. Um, Scott Meadowson has Frozen, and Mark Hopin has Inside Llewyn Davis, Frozen, and Gravity. Uh, so, yeah, Gravity, Oblivion, Frozen, Inside Llewyn Davis all kind of picked up the best ones there. Scooter, do you have a favorite score?
2: Yes, The Great Gatsby.
0: It's a good soundtrack. It is a stuff. good soundtrack. Uh, I, a lot of I, Kanye and uh, Jay-Z there. I mean, Jay-Z produced it, so there you go. Abe? <laughs> <laughs> hey.
1: Favorite score, I have Rush, uh, as well as Place Beyond the Pines, and a toss-up in the third pick there for World War Z and Oblivion. World War Z was made by Muse, uh, and Oblivion has some pretty cool soundtrack.
0: Yeah, this is a good year for sound. I like. I have. I own a lot of soundtracks and scores from this year. Um, but, but you generally pick up every soundtrack too, right? N- no, but I do like soundtracks, so like I, I am happy to get them if I enjoyed them. And this this right. year in particular, I have quite a few from. Um, so yeah, The Great Gatsby was one of them. Inside and Davis, the mm. most obvious one, probably my favorite here. Spring Breakers, Frozen, Rush, Her, and Oblivion. Yeah, that's a lot of. <laughs> uh, her still hasn't come out yet, by the way. I'm really annoyed. I still can't get the Her soundtrack. I'm sure you can find it on some other means. It's been nominated know. for an Oscar at this point. It's like, let's go, guys. So, yeah. <laughs> so next up, we have favorite line or one-liner. Mark Johnson has, you are the effing mayor of Crazy Town. That's from Before Midnight. You know, last year, we kind of tried to do the voices from this. <laughs> so... Let's... If we should try to do that. Right, yeah, that yeah, I'm going to start. I'm going to start. We're starting now. We're going to be doing <laughs> the voices. Okay. Um, Maxwell... <laughs> Jesus... Maxwell that has, I don't want to survive! I want to live! From 12 Years of Oh, life.
1: I can feel the emotion, Aaron. <laughs> Jim D says, Today,
0: we are canceling the apocalypse! Let me set you up for the next one, Dave. Okay, here he goes. How are you feeling, Sheriff? Old.
1: <laughs> That's my Arnold Schwarzenegger from The Last Stand, when he gets thrown through a coffee shop window.
0: Uh, Brian has... You know what a Fagazi is? Yeah, Fagazi. Yeah, Fagazi, Fagazi. It's a Wazi, it's a woozy. Ooh, fairy dust. <laughs> and Alex Aguilera has, of course, Idris Elba's speech, which Abe already just destroyed. And, um, five tap waters, please. That's from World's End. And, yeah, that's Leo to his wife in the Wolf of Wall Street.
1: O <laughs> <laughs> has, let's boo-boo. You gotta yeah. say that quicker. Let's boo-boo. There you go. Yeah, okay. <laughs> And Marcus Robinson is, God damn, that's the worst thing I ever saw in my life. And I saw my kids being born. The Incredible Burr
2: Wonderstone.
0: <laughs> Marcus Robinson, the one fan of The Incredible Burr Wonderstone.
2: <laughs> I was a fan.
0: The, one of the two fans. One, one of the two, two yeah.
2: Um,
0: Brandon Peters is one of my favorite lines. You owe me a life. That's Keanu Reeves in The Man of Tai Chi. Scott didn't have a line because he's lazy. Um, <laughs> um, Jesus. Mark, Mark open has. Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. <laughs> that's from Anchorman too. The legend continues. Um, he also, Jesus, he also has the only woman pretty enough to not wear makeup was Elizabeth Taylor, and she wore a ton. And that's Meryl Streep in August of Sage County. Mm-hmm. And lastly, he has—I don't see a lot of money in this. And that's Which from is actually
1: Inside. a very devastating line from that film.
0: And that's from Inside Llewyn Davis. Uh. A lot of fun ones there, Scooter. Do you have a favorite one-liner or line in, from the year? In your series? best
2: voice. Oh, this one's gonna be a hard one. <laughs> Dear God, it's me, Jonah, Jonah Hill,
0: from Moneyball.
2: And <laughs> then he said something else, but.
0: Yeah, sorry about wanting to kill Jay Baruchel. I got. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: understandable.
0: Abe, do you have a favorite line?
1: Very apropos there, Scooter, because I also have a line from the war- this is the end. Right. I'll come wherever the F I want, James! I'll <laughs> fucking come in your kitchen! I'll come in your fucking yard. I'll fucking come anywhere I want! Excellent.
0: You got all that out?
1: Yeah, and the <laughs> second one is I love America from Captain Phillips when they put the guy on the phone. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> uh, we, we've we said all mine already, because I have Let's Boo Boo, You of Your Life, and We Are Canceling the Apocalypse, but um, I oh, I, I, I will... hear
1: you say uh, We're canceling the apocalypse. We got to hear it
0: the today. Family... We're canceling the apocalypse. That's all I have for that. But uh, but I but I do enjoy Yeah, not hit a fish. That's a good one too. <laughs> also, and because the, the variation on that later in the movie, you are not a fisherman. Okay. Hanks Hanks was a joke machine in that Captain Billy.
1: He's a clever guy.
0: That that's it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. All right. No, I mean, that's him like doing the instructions. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All
2: They're right.
0: Next Next up, uh, favorite comedy scene, Mark Johnson and Maxwell Haddad have the lewd scene from Wolf of Wall Street. This is, of course, the the lemons. We'll call it that.
1: Yes, the aged ones. Uh, Jim Dietz doesn't have one this year, but I'm sure he's got plenty in the back end for next year. Gerard Rebe has the pub crawl scenes in The World's End.
0: Brian has the Britney Spears montage in Spring Breakers this this year for me. Um, Alan Aguilera has Jonah Hill's trying to collect information, trying to re, trying to make mention of Steve Madden while on lewds. <laughs> also, the barbecue from Pain and Cain.
1: <laughs> oh. Jimmy O has the beauty pageant in Jackass, which I'm sure you've seen in the trailer with the uh, Making a Rain part. Marcus Robinson has James Franco and Dan McBride arguing about the masturbation in This Is The End, which you may have heard just 30 seconds
0: ago. Uh, Brandon Peters has the Ferris wheel scene in Texas Chainsaw 3D. I'm going to lay this one out um, because it does take a little explaining. Yes, please. Basically, basically, there is a scene in Texas Chainsaw 3D where Leatherface is chasing a young woman. Mm -hmm. Um, She retreats to a public fair that's going on. Excellent. Are there people here? Yes, there are people here. It's a public fair. Good. Leatherface follows her. Um, she's running through the crowd. It's Halloween, so of course this doesn't matter to other people. Uh, scene, I a crazy person with chainsaw chasing her. Right. Um, her logic is to then get into a Ferris wheel, which of course goes up and then comes right back down again while, while Leatherface is you know, watching her. Um, this doesn't go well. She passes by once and manages to escape a chainsaw. She's, and then she's still like, what, I have to come back down again? Like She didn't realize this. Then... Another police officer appears, he points his gun at Leatherface, Leatherface throws his chainsaw at the police officer, and then runs off like a little girl. That's the Is, is
1: it in 3D? Did of he course. throw the screen at the, or did he throw his chainsaw at the screen?
0: I don't care enough to remember if the chainsaw oh. was in 3D, but I assume it kind of was. And I'm sure there's a YouTube clip of this ridiculous scene. Oh,
2: excellent.
0: <laughs> he runs off like a little girl. He does, that's literally what happens. It is the most insane thing. <laughs> That is why it's my number two worst film in the internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that and it oh. can't do math because it's a terrible movie. Um, mm. Scott Mendelsohn has the climactic brawl in Anchorman 2. Ooh. Mark has The Lemons from Wolf of Wall Street, uh, Loki shapeshifting into Captain America, <laughs> and Thor the Dark World, spoilers, oh. and Please Mr. Kennedy from Inside Llewyn Davis. So, yeah, the lewd scene certainly got the most love there.
2: <laughs> Tons of that, yeah.
0: Scooter, do you have a favorite comedy scene from
2: this year? Yes. Danny McBride cooking breakfast.
0: That's a great scene. That's like,
2: <laughs> we should have a best intro scene, because that would win that one, too. <laughs>
1: <Hey>. <laughs> Again, Scooter, you're on par with me there. Uh, Danny McBride, all of his scenes in This is the End. <laughs> uh, any scene that he's in, including later when he's like in a trailer. Um, and then uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and the ludes in Wolf of Wall Street.
0: Uh, yeah, I have the Franco versus McBride scene, and this is the end. And I have the boat scene in Wolf of Wall Street. That's... Ah, well, which which boat scene? The bo- the boat the storm boat scene. Oh, oh okay.
1: So it's like the Kyle Chandler part. No, no,
0: that like scene's it? amazing. That should be yeah. on my. That's actually that's gonna be. A, I'm adding that to my favorite dramatic scene. That seems amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that and the lewd scene, of course. Yes. Okay, so favorite dramatic scene. Mark Johnson has any of the Oscar Isaac musical performances in Inside Llewyn Davis. And Maxwell has Solomon being forced to whip Patsy in 12 Years a
1: Slave. Ooh, very difficult to watch there.
0: Jim Dietz has,
1: again, too many to think of, so he didn't choose one. Gerard Ribé has Robert De Niro in American Hustle, which is almost a cameo scene. What?
0: Um, Brian, I'm going to read this exactly how he wrote it. The erotic and sensual pool scene, complete with perfect score in Oblivion. And Alan has 12 Years a Slave, any scene and the pool scene in Upstream Color. Two pool scenes! <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, to be honest, that pool in Oblivion is an amazing pool. It is. Well, that's yeah, absolutely- it's clear, and it's like 300 feet in the air. Yeah. So, uh, Jimmy O has the opening of Frozen, which includes uh, a very beautiful song, and as well as a very sad moment. Marcus Robinson has uh, The Place Beyond the Pines when Ryan Gosling is in bed with Eva Mendes, and he's talking about eating ice cream and even Mendez is actually just starting to cry because she's so conflicted.
0: Uh, Brandon Peters has, a go with this, Sutter meeting his dad, played by friend of the show Kyle Chandler, in Spectacular Now. Uh, Scott Mendelsohn has Barry Pepper switching sides in The Lone Ranger. Uh, Mark Hoban has the ending of Captain Phillips, the pistol-throating in Spring Breakers, and the final scene of The Past. Mm. Scooter, what do you have a favorite dramatic scene? Is it Gatsby? Uh, yes. <laughs> <Explain>
2: it. <laughs> When, uh, when everybody goes to Gatsby's mansion with Daisy, and then they go into the bedroom, and then they throw clothes everywhere. Basically me. the whole mansion scene, until she goes home. Gatsby? What Gatsby? That Gatsby. Okay. Gatsby? G- Gatsby? Abe, do you have a favorite dramatic
1: scene? Favorite dramatic scene? The, uh, the Japan Grand Prix in Rush, which was filmed, like, incredibly well, um... Also, the the driving home scene is spectacular now, where Miles is speaking with the, uh, what's her face, Shailene? Yeah, Shailene, 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 Sh- Shailene. 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 Shailene, Woodley, Woodley, Ooh. and short term twelve. Basically, all the scenes with Marcus. I mean, he's he's
0: fantastic in that film. Just call her, you know, Divergent. That'll be a lot quicker. Uh, so. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, her
1: the girl, the girl from The Descendants, Cheyenne Shailene. <laughs>
0: Aaron?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. I have, uh, I have. I added the Kyle Chandler scene because that is a great scene. Um, Fruitvale Station, the station. Uh, Lewin Davis performs for F. Murray Abraham and when Edgy Four is hanged in 12 Years of Slave.
1: Well, he's hanging.
0: I mean, he's still hanged. <laughs> yeah, true. He's not um, not hanged. <laughs> don't worry, no
1: spoiler alert there. That's not his Wait, what?
0: Yeah. Uh, next up, we have favorite action scene or fight. Uh, Mark Johnson has the shuttle being destroyed in gravity. And Maxwell has the bathroom brawl from the world's end.
1: Jim Dietz has the robots versus kaiju, especially Gypsy Danger's sword attack, the one in midair. That one was pretty cool.
0: Gerard Rebe has the bathroom fights in the world's end. And Pacific Rim's
1: uh, Jaegers versus kaiju as well.
0: Brian has stopping the tank via the classic Mustang and Fast and Furious 6 was a lot of fun. Alan Aguilera has the Pacific Rim's sword scene. All of the Iron Man and Man of Steel City's destruction. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jimmy O has the barrel escape from the destination of Smoke.
0: Smoke.
1: Mark Robinson has When the Rock Laid the Smackdown on Some Bad Guy via Flying Superman Punch
0: on a Moving Plane. <laughs> Brandon has the tank chase and runway scenes from Furious 6. Uh, Scott Mendelson has the barrel of monkeys in Iron Man 3, the Air Force One uh, rescue sequence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That and, was cool. And Mark Hovind has Gypsy Danger Sword Attack in Pacific Rim. Basically, that seems to win. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, that that could be a poster, and I would buy that. That would be a sweet poster. Oh, my yeah. God. If that, that was a poster,
0: it. like some artist did, like this great picture of that, that'd be yeah. amazing. I'm sure I'm, that there's some fan I, art. I'm I'll sure there clients. is, yeah. i what we right after stuff. this. Oh, my uh. God. Scooter, do you have a favorite action sequence from this year? Yes.
2: The battle scene at the end of Grown Ups 2. <laughs> Shaq laid the Smackdown on some guy. <laughs>
1: Abe. Uh, a lot of the driving scenes in Rush. Um, also the Bath Fight in the in the World's End, but also just any action sequence in the World's End. The last stand. There was a very cool like two-car in the cornfield kind of battle. And in Elise. Yeah. It's very I hadn't seen that done and I was like, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen. And Elise and Kruger's battle scenes. Only Kruger's battle scenes. The movie's not that great, but there's the one where, you know, Matt Damon has that awesome shield and Kruger has the force-penetrating bullets and just blows back in slow motion. It was really well animated. I think you said that opposite. Like
0: Kruger. oh, oh, Kruger's
1: got Kruger the... rescue yeah. Right, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I have the Gypsy Danger sword sequence, the World's End bathroom brawl. That's the other winner, I guess, the World's End bathroom brawl. Yeah, that's um, what we got a lot of The Iron Man 3, Air Force One rescue, because that is pretty spectacular. That's a pretty great scene. Um, the barrel chase in The Hobbit, that's amazing. Uh, and Gravity's destruction in the first... Sequence, but yeah. like, there's a lot of action sequences. Gravity, that would work for that category. True. Um, next up, we have favorite visual effect or makeup effect. Mark Johnson has all of gravity. Maxwell has the opening shot of gravity. Jim Dietz has specific rim.
1: Gerard Ribe has smoke. Uh, and the nasty naked witches in Lords of Salem with yep. makeup effects.
0: Yep, that's, that's nasty. Scooter Is it. Watch it okay. yep.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to watch it.
0: Um, that's the reason too no it isn't but it's still (laughs) a good movie Uh, Brian has World War Z zombies piling up to scale the wall in Jerusalem and Algan Aguilera has Pacific Rim Jumio has Smoke Spook (laughs) Marcus
1: Robinson has all the visual effects praise goes to Gravity
0: Brandon Peters has practical effects anything from the evil dead CG tie between Pacific Rim and Man of Steel and Scott Mendelson has Gravity and Mark Owen also has the opening shot of Gravity
1: a lot of a lot gravity,
0: gravity love. A lot of
3: gravity
0: love. Yeah. Scooter, do you have a favorite visual effect or makeup effect?
1: Yes, the Evil Dead. All right. right. Yeah, very practical effects in there were very frightening. Terrifying indeed. Favorite visual effect and makeup effect for me: Dallas Buyers Club. Some very uh, sad moments with Jared Leto's character and his demise, uh, and also American Hustle. I mean, how could you not love Bradley Cooper's hair, right? And Christian Bale's hair.
0: Oh, yeah, I have um, Gravity, The World's End, the effects in there, I think are pretty cool, with the the blanks, and uh, Evil Dead, as far as makeup effects go. Uh, next up, we have favorite animated film. Uh, Mark Mark, and Max will both have Frozen.
1: Uh, Jim Dietz has The Dark Knight Returns, which is the straight-to Blu-ray, I believe, uh, as well as— uh, and Gerard Rebe has Justice League, Flashpoint Paradox, and The Dark Knight Returns.
0: Uh, Brian didn't see any animated films this year, and Alan Aguilera has Monsters University.
1: O has Frozen. Marcus Robinson also has Monsters University.
0: Brandon says he only saw Turbo, so I guess I'll leave this one blank. (laughs) Scott Mendelson has Frozen, and Mark Johnson has Despicable Me 2. So yeah, Frozen definitely won that one. Scooter, do you have a favorite animated film from this year? I only saw
2: Despicable Me 2, and I'm not putting that on the list. Boom. My kind of answer. <laughs> <laughs> Even I'm not putting it on the list. Aw, oh,
1: I didn't watch it. Uh, I've got Frozen and Monsters University.
0: I have Frozen, The Wind Rises, and Cloudy Up a Chance of Meatballs 2, of course.
1: Ah, I was going to get that there, but I like the first one a little bit better.
0: Let's see. So next up we have favorite animated slash CG character. This is a
1: fun category.
0: Mark has Gru from Despicable Me 2. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Maxwell has Elsa from Frozen.
1: Jim Dietz has Peter Weller as Batman in The Dark Knight Returns. And Gerard Reba has Smoog from The Hobbit. Smoog. <laughs> and the Kaijus and Jaegers in Pacific Rim.
0: Ryan has Bog in Smoog? Smoog. Is that the bear or what is that?
1: I Maybe. I'm going to look it up right now while we're stalling. I, maybe maybe spelled Yes, them? maybe. It looks like a, some warrior... And yeah, I don't know. Old? He's a he looks like a, an evil guy, like a, <laughs> not not a good character.
0: Oh, so it's not the bear then.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't believe so.
0: Oh, I see. It's that he it was like the main is the guy that makes Orlando J- Bloom bleed his own blood.
1: Batman. Oh, that guy. Okay.
0: And uh, so Alan, I bleed my own blood. Alan Aguilar has Smoog.
1: Good old Smoog. Jimmy-O has Olaf and Smoog. Smoog. Marcus Robinson has any and all characters that weren't minions. So there you go,
2: Scooter. Yay. Oh, I like the minions. <laughs> <laughs> you can't take back
0: what you said. Brand- Brandon Peters has the Stonewall Jackson from Anchorman 2 count. If not,
3: <laughs> Oliver
0: Chamberlain and The World's End or Smoog. Smoog. Scott has Anna from Frozen and Mark Hope it has the minions. S- Smoog definitely dominated that category. Smoog. Scooter, do you have a favorite animated or CG character?
2: Yes. Riddick's dog.
0: That's a good pick. I like that one.
2: Ah. Which,
1: yeah. yeah. Abe? I've got Olaf from uh, Frozen, as well as Anna from Frozen, just because she's an up-and-coming go-getter,
0: as well as Smaug. Um, I have Gypsy Danger, of course, and um, I also have the video game character from Her.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Voice of Zach <laughs> Jones. Yes. Yeah, I like that. That, and... that guy has a foul mouth. Something
0: I gotta say. Uh, next up, we have favorite hero character. Uh, Mark and Maxwell both have Dr. Stone, Cassandra Sandra Bullock's favorite character in Gravity.
1: Jim Dietz has Gypsy Danger, Mark II. Gerard Rebe has Simon
0: Pegg in The World's End. Brian has Jack Harper, and Alan has Pacific Rim's and Fast and Furious 6. Basically, everybody in those movies. <laughs> o has Princess Anna from Frozen. Marcus Robinson has Brad Pitt as
1: a Canadian. Who helped Solomon Northrop get free by mailing a letter?
0: Um, um, Brad Pitt. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to linger because I know you've got some strong feelings. Brandon Peters has Gary King from The World's End because he's the king. And he's never wrong. Uh, Scott Mendelson has Channing Tatum in White House Down. Mark has Katniss Everdeen and Giant Freaking Robots in Pacific Rim. <laughs> Scooter, who's your favorite hero character from this from 2013?
2: Well, I was pretty close to Channing Tatum in White House Down, but I went with Gerard Butler in uh, Olympus Has Fallen. Boom, the other White House movie this
1: year. Oh, yes. Abe? I had Anna from Frozen. I wish that uh, she was real. I'd, 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 I'd like to go and try and date her. Hubba hubba.
0: I had, once again, Gypsy Danger, of course, Gary King, and Dr. Stone. Dr. Stone, listen to me. Okay. Next up, we have Best Villain. Uh, Maxwell and Mark—they're just a—they're in Padako here. Man, uh, yeah, Michael—they filled
1: out the form together.
0: Michael Fassbender in Twelve Years of Slave. Jim Dietz has Tom Hiddleston as Loki in Thor: of The Dark World, and so does Gerard Arriba.
1: They also filled out the forms together.
0: Brian has Michael Foster in The Call. And Alan has the virus in Upstream Color, greed in Wolf of Wall Street, and racism in Twelve Years of Slave. Uh, this guy is
1: yeah, that guy is going ultra deep. He's gonna write like a dissertation or something.
0: Jimmy O has Loki,
1: and Marcus Robinson has JC himself, Jim Caviezel in Escape Plan.
0: Brandon has Donica Mark from Man of Tai Chi. That's Keanu Reeves' character with one of the most interesting names of the year, Donica Mark. Um, Scott Mendelson has William Fichtner in The Lone Ranger. And Mark Hoban has John Harrison, quotation marks, in Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah, Fastbender and Loki certainly got a lot of praise in this, this category. Certainly. Scooter, do you have a favorite villain from this year? Well, it's probably going to be Benedict
2: Cumberbatch in all the movies he's had this year.
0: I and can't wait to get
2: my next Benedict Cumberbatch kid. And, of course, Danny McBride. <laughs>
0: David Bryant's a great choice. I'm not even here. I too.
2: didn't even think about that one. I not about that. Choice. That is a great choice. Abe, what do you have? Best villain. The network
1: in this is the end. Um I would also say uh, John world's Harrison about what's that? The world's end? Well, the network in the world's end.
0: You said you know, this is you said this is the
1: end. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah, the Yeah, this is the world Why well, I get those two confused. The world's this is the end? This is the end. No. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> Which was the one with the British guys? The World's End. The World's End, yes. The network in The World's End. My apologies. Khan! Uh, even though the movie that wasn't that good, Khan was like the best part of that film. Owen Shaw in Fast Six. Chester V. in, uh, Call the Chester V. Boss 2. Nice. Michael
0: Fassbender in 12
1: Years a Slave. And Smoog.
0: Yeah, I have, uh, Fred Melibud in In a World. Uh, Society in The Hunt. Space in Gravity. <laughs> And smashy, smashy Eggman in The World's End. Smashy, smashy Eggman. Um, okay, next up we have Most Disappointing. Uh, Mark Johnson has Francis Ha. Maxwell has Nebraska and Man of Steel. Jim Dietz has Man of Steel and Star Trek Into Darkness. And Gerard Rebe has The Evil Dead Remake. Ooh. Brian has The Lords of Salem and... Ameri- and Alan Aguilera has American Hustle and Carrie. Jameel also has Star Trek Into Darkness...
1: Marcus Robinson has Stand Up Guys. Maybe I was the only person who thought it would be good. I thought it would be
0: good, and I was severely disappointed as well. <laughs> uh, Brandon Peters has A Good Day to Die Hard. Scott Mendelson has Man of Steel. And Mark Hovind has Elysium. So yeah, overall Man of Steel and Star Trek Into Darkness kind of fit a lot of most disappointing. Yeah. Uh, Scooter, do you have a most disappointing film?
2: I was a little bit disappointed with Fast 6. Mm. I liked 5 a whole lot, but... This
0: one just didn't have the same magic. Aaron, hold back your contempt. Hold it back. I, I mean, I agree. I mean, I think Fast Five is better. I just was... I wouldn't say I was disappointed by Fast Six.
1: My just, expectations just were... Just slap good. him, Scooter. Just slap him. Abe? <laughs> I... <laughs> I had Star Trek Into Darkness. And Ow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, What did I have? I have... Um, I know I have Die Hard on here. <laughs> um, um, I also have the Lone Ranger, because I was hoping it'd be good. It was good. And After Earth, which I was hoping it would be good, just so both the,
2: just so both <laughs> people
0: could be like, yeah, see, we did it, guys. You were wrong <laughs> yeah. to make fun of us. But that didn't happen. Um, and The Counselor. The counselor we'll get to that movie. We'll
1: get to that movie soon.
0: Because the Counselor was my big disappointment of the year. How could
1: that be a disappointment?
0: Because it, it has everything about it. amazing
1: cast, a great director.
0: Yeah, that, that's exactly okay. why it's a disappointment. I just
1: answered my own question. Thank you. It, yeah,
0: it had everything to make a good movie. God. <laughs> Uh, next up in the same league, um, we have Worst Movie. Mark Johnson has Jack the Giant Slayer. Oh. Maxwell has A Good Day to Die Hard and Movie 43.
1: Jim Beats has A Good Day to Die Hard, as well as Elysium. Gerard Rebe has Getaway.
0: Brian has A Good Day to Die Hard. Alan didn't watch enough movies to have a Worst.
1: O has Getaway. Smurfs 2, Killing Season, Walking with Dinosaurs. Marcus Robinson has The Canyons.
0: Brandon Peters has Getaway. Scott Mendelson has a good day to Die Hard. Mark Hoven has Man of Steel. Uh, Die Hard and Getaway certainly got a lot of the. Uh...
1: Surprisingly, I don't really remember Getaway, so I'm glad that people have written it as the, the worst movie. I mean, yeah, one of the. I feel worst. like if I
0: had seen Getaway, I'd probably have it as my worst of the year. I
1: probably would too, but I, I I'm not a big fan of Selena Gomez.
2: Scooter, what's your do you have a worst of the year? Yeah, uh, wasn't much of a fan of Despicable Me. <laughs> <laughs> Acceptable answer. It,
1: worst movie, The Counselor.
0: That was worst than everything you saw?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it was, just, it was actually one of the movies that I remember thinking, uh, or re- it was one of the worst movies that I remember slumping in my chair about two-thirds of the way in and just really hoping the movie was going to end. And that hasn't happened since maybe Don't Be Friend of the Dark, which was two years ago.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I have, I mean, Die Hard 5 is my worst of the year, easily. Um, but runners-up, Movie 43, Texas Chainsaw 3D, and Hangover 3. I'm so glad I didn't see Movie 43 or Inappropriate Comedy. Oh. A lot of threes in my worst of the years. <laughs> <laughs> What's up um, with that? Let's see. Worst Scene of the Year. Uh, Mark Johnson has anything in Jack the Giant Slayer. <laughs> um, Maxwell didn't have any.
2: Jim Dietz
1: has any part of Die Hard 5. Gerard Arriba has Selena Gomez hacking a comp- Complex computer server network with an iPad in Getaway.
0: Uh, Brian has pick any in a good day to die hard. Alan Aguilar Alan Aguilar has Costner's tornado scene. <laughs> <laughs> we've
1: just we've discussed that one many a time. Jimio has Getaway torture scene in Killing Season. Marcus Robertson has the never ending fatal battle secrets between Jer- General Zod and Superman in Man of Steel.
0: Brandon has pick anything from Getaway. Scott has. The finale of the internship. <laughs> uh, Mark Hoban has climbing into bed. Z tells Felix she wants him to F me next to your dead mother in your next.
1: That's awkward, because I haven't seen that movie, so I'm assuming that that's a, it's a disturbing part of the film.
0: Scooter, you have a worse scene?
2: Uh, I didn't like that kid from Iron Man 3.
0: What? What? The like guy the best, from, that's like guy the best from, stretch of the movie. The guy from, <laughs> from Insidious? Yeah. That scene's wonderful. <laughs> Children. Children. Abe.
1: worst scene? The Ferrari scene in the counselor. I mean
0: That scene's amazing. What are you talking about? That's the only <laughs> thing you remember about that movie.
1: <laughs> the character played by uh Harvey Herbertem says it's the best. I mean what the F was he looking at?
0: That scene's amazing. That is a that is a great scene. That is the <laughs> that is the only thing to take away from that film. She just ruined the Ferrari. You didn't ruin the Ferrari. That's a wax and you're done. <laughs> and she probably already was but so He's halfway there. Boom. Worst scene for me is when John McClane punches a guy for not being able to speak English in Die Hard 5. Well, that's just racist. Um, the opening in Texas Chainsaw 3D and any Viagra joke made in Stand Up Guys. Ew. Also that goddamn tornado scene in Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> Let me save you! No! Next up, we have Best Scene in a Movie You Did Not Like. Uh, Mark Johnson has the end credits of Francis Ha. Maxwell didn't answer this one.
1: Jim Dietz has Benedict Cumberbatch's monologue in Star Trek uh, Into Darkness. Gerard Arriba has the mountain fight scene in Jojo 2, the Giants impeding in Jack the Giant Slayer, and the Mustang in Getaway, which is the long tracking shot that I heard of.
0: Uh, Brian has the third act railroad scene of The Lone Ranger was a fun one. Uh, Alan Aguilera has Christian Bale and Amy Adams listening to jazz in American Hustle, directed by David Russell. Jimmy O. has
1: the 10-minute train sequence in Lone Ranger, and Marcus Robinson has the montage in Lee Daniels the butler, where it cuts back and forth between a sit-in and a presidential dinner.
0: I believe that's Lee Daniels, Lee Daniels, the butler.
1: I forgot about that, yeah, I apologize. Lee Daniels is Lee Daniels is the butler.
0: Uh, Brandon Peters has the closing credits of A Good Day to Die Hard, <laughs> and Scott Mendelson has the barrel chase in The Hobbit 2. Destination of Smaug. And uh, Mark Hoban has the closing credits in your next because it was over. <laughs> Scooter, do you have a favorite scene from a movie you didn't like? Nope. Okay. Abe? I really didn't either. I couldn't really think of one. Oh, I had the train chase and the lone ranger. That's just a fantastic sequence. And of um, Schreiber and Naomi Watts had the only part that was funny in movie 43. Uh, <laughs> I did see that online, actually. That is pretty funny. But come on, that train chase in Lone Ranger—that's the scene right there. That
1: is fun. I mean, I, I didn't—I I didn't flat out, you know, super. I guess I didn't like the Lone Ranger that much, so I guess I could have chosen that.
0: Anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, next up we have worst scene in a movie you really did like. Uh, Mark Johnson has Clooney's return in Gravity. Maxwell didn't have anything for it. Jim Dietz has any of Cat Dennings parts in Thor:
1: The Dark World, which oh. some may say she was in there too much. Duardariba uh, has nasty
0: naked witches in Lords of Salem. I I would say Cat. I like Cat Dennings in Northern Dark World. Uh, Brian has the ending kiss scene where Thor comes back to Earth to kiss Jane. Um, I believe that's in Thor. I had to guess. Um, Alan Aguilera has Kevin Costner plus a fucking tornado in Man of Steel. (laughs) Jimmy O has the plane crash scene in World War Z. I'm I'm not sure which one he's... Talking, talking about, though. I think the main plane crash scene in World War oh, okay. Z would be a good in,
1: example. You mean you mean the part in that leads up into the third act? Okay. The part with the plane crash? Yes. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, that one.
0: Uh, Marcus Robinson has the sex scene in her, which is. I thought that was pretty hot. Uh, Brandon has the White House lawn chase and White House down. <laughs> They're just doing donuts. Star Trek into dark. Star, Scott has Star Trek two rips off Star Trek two. <laughs> And Mark Hoban has the same thing. Spock yelling, con. Khan! Scooter, do you have a worst scene in a movie you liked?
2: Most of uh, Jay Baruchel's scene in uh, This Is The
0: End. So, or is it The World's End? So, oh, no, this is, is the end. So you didn't like Jay Baruchel in The World's End?
2: He was too in complaining. The, this is the end? Okay. I mean, who this doesn't too... like James Franco?
0: And Jonah Hill. <laughs> I, yeah,
2: I, he just wanted to smoke some weed with
1: his buddy from Canada,
0: and he didn't want to go out that night. I'd hate I'd hate America's sweetheart Joni Hill, Jonah Hill from Moneyball too, who's Hill. being the way he was around me. Is
1: that is that what he's yeah. named or known as in, in the circles in Hollywood, Joni Hill? Yeah, Joni Hill. Joni, yeah, <laughs> Joni, give me another beer. Abe, your picks. The last thirty seconds in the spectacular now.
0: Um, I have Ken Jeong in Pain and Gain. Uh, <laughs> random sex in VHS two. And, Random? Yeah, and things involving the bad son in Place Beyond the Pines.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with. I would agree with that.
0: Uh, most surprising performance, Mark Johnson has Sandra Bullock in Gravity, and Maxwell has Jonah Hill in The Wolf of Wall Street.
1: Jim Dietz has Matthew McConaughey in Mud, and Gerard Ribe has Jason Thatham in Redemption.
0: Brian has James Franco in The Gang and This is the End. Alan Aguilera has Matthew McConaughey in Everything.
1: Mm. Jimio Jimio has Colin Farrell is always great, but it was fantastic in Saving Mr. Banks. Marcus Robinson has Ryan Gosling in Only God Forgives and Gangster Squad. I'm surprised how bad his performances were. (laughs) Boom! He thought you... Yeah, there you go. Colin Farrell is great in Saving Mr. Banks, by the way. Uh, I
0: haven't seen that yet. Spoilers. (laughs) What?
2: was
0: in it. Yeah, no one knows because they don't market his half of the movie for some reason, even half. though he's in half the movie. He's in he's
1: ha- what about BJ Novak?
0: He's in the other half of the movie. <laughs> Boom!
1: See? Gotta give some BJ Novak love.
0: But I knew BJ Novak was in the movie. He's in the trailers because he's in the non depressing half of the movie.
1: There's a depressing oh, wait, you're right. Yeah, he's in flashback sequences. Colin Farrell.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. Despite his name being on the poster, but that doesn't, you know, whatever.
1: Mm. Uh, I mean, that's how you figure out who the villain was in Getaway.
0: Uh, Brandon has Kate Bosworth in Homefront. He's not a fan of hers, but was really surprised and thought it was a career best for her. Hmm. I'd agree, actually. Uh, Scott Mendelson has that Wentworth Miller wrote Stoker. Wentworth Miller is also the uh, the star of Prison Break. That's why he's surprised by this performance. Wow. <laughs> Mark Hoban has Channing Tatum is Danny McBride's sex slave. Um, Iron Man <laughs> 3, who is the Mandarin. Man of Steel, Superman murders millions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> surprising performances. Scudder, do you have a surprising performance? Yes, that kid
2: from We Are the Millers. He was that annoying kid from Narnia. Okay, the one with the eyebrows. I I know who he was. Yeah, he sings the TLC song. Yeah, he's now my favorite. Ah, well, not my favorite, but he's off my bad list. <laughs> he's getting presents next year. He's not getting cold.
0: Yeah.
1: Excellent. Yeah, I've got Chris Hemsworth in Rush. I mean, I'd seen Chris Hemsworth in action movies before and also in, like, sort of <laughs> pseudo-horror movies like uh, *Captain in the Woods. But I saw him in He's a fantastic, dramatic actor. I'm, I'm really glad that he's getting these
0: roles. Yeah, I have um, Rob Corddry in In a World, uh, Sandra Bullock in Gravity, Eddie Marzan in The World's End, and the cameos from Anchorman 2 in This Is The End. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last three here. Okay. Uh, who had the best year? Uh Mark Johnson has Matthew McConaughey. Maxwell has Jennifer Lawrence. Jim Deeds has Jennifer Lawrence. Gerardo Rube has Martin
1: Scorsese. He had two films come out in two thousand thirteen.
0: <laughs> uh, Brian White has uh James Franco. And Alan Aguilera has Matthew McConaughey in everything.
1: Jimio has Amy Adams, Matthew McConaughey, and Jennifer Lawrence. Marcus Robinson has Martin Scorsese for beating out David a. Russell in a contest to see who can make a better Scorsese film. <laughs>
0: Uh, Brandon has James Wan, Sandra Bullock, and Amy Adams. Scott Mendelson has James Bann's Jail. Look up his credits and see that he was in everything. Yes,
1: he was like, in a lot of things this year. We talked about it once uh, like, in the show this, last year. Uh,
0: Mark Hoban has Matt McConaughey. So yeah, Matt McConaughey, Jennifer Lawrence, and Amy Adams certainly getting a lot of love here. Yeah. it's good to have a person that had the best year.
2: Well, my love is going to uh, James Franco and Jonah Hill, with some going to Leo DiCaprio.
0: Hmm. Abe?
1: Jennifer Lawrence, hands down. I mean, I didn't really like her in American Hustle as much because her, her character was annoying. Plus, she was a great actress in it. But, man, she's getting a lot of love this year, and award season has certainly shown that.
0: Yeah, McConaughey, Lawrence, Amy Adams. I mean, those are easy picks for me. I'd say Lupita Nyong'o, too, just because she is having a great year for being an actress that's come from nowhere and now is, you know, likely going to win an Oscar.
1: I hope so. I, I certainly do.
0: Okay, so next up we have Line That Sums Up 2013 – Mark Johnson has Start from the Feet Up, which is an line for American Hustle. Maxwell <laughs> has Look at My Shit
1: from Spring Breakers. Wait, is that the way that he says it?
0: Yeah. Okay. He's, he says it like 19 times. So, I mean, <laughs> I've chosen one of those times.
1: <laughs> Jim Deese has Everything Old is New Again.
0: I'm presuming he's probably going to about Star Trek
1: and all the diehard stuff. Gerard Reba has Not Bad. I mean, Jim hated Star
0: Trek in the darkness.
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, you know, Everything Old is New Again. Yeah.
0: Uh, Brian has, more bang for your buck at the movies in 2013. Alan Aguilera has, reminds me of a story. O
1: has, 2013 ended up being a very solid year with a number of surprising great, surprisingly great films. Marcus Robinson has, M. Night Shyamalan should probably call it quits.
0: Uh, Brandon has, tonight we are canceling the apocalypse. <laughs> Scott didn't answer, but Mark Hoven has, we are only here briefly and while I'm here, I want to allow myself joy. And that's from Amy Adams and her. Scooter, do you have a line that sums up the year? No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! You
2: know what I'm saying.
0: I do know what you're saying. Thanks for asking. Abe? I have, eh, then whoa! I have, uh, this is still based on a true story, and some of this is actually true. I like that. So last up, we have most anticipated films for 2014. Uh, Mark Johnson has Interstellar. And Maxwell has Paul Thomas Anderson's Inherent Vice. Jim Dietz has Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain America the Winter Soldier, and
1: Robocop. Ooh. Gerard has Godzilla, Guardians of the Galaxy, The Raid 2, The Hobbit, There and Back Again. Part one of 2. No,
0: it's just the one. Is it? There's only three Hobbit movies, yes. I thought he was gonna break up the third the last one. No one said that.
1: Oh, okay, good. <laughs>
0: That's not a thing that happened. I, I'm, I'm
1: I guess I'm thinking of uh Hunger Games. I guess so. Sorry, Hobbit.
0: (laughs) It sounds like you're thinking of the joke we had in the Hobbit podcast. (laughs) Um, Probably. (laughs) Brian has Interstellar. Alan Aguilera has Captain America. He had that in all caps. Uh, Gone Girl and Grand Budapest Hotel. Jimio has Interstellar and Captain America Winter Soldier. Marcus Robinson
1: has... Nymphomaniac from Lars von Trier yeah. with
0: a very awkward poster. I'm excited for that one. Uh, Brandon, four hours of... The yeah. Brandon has The Raid 2, Jupiter Ascending, and Interstellar. Scott has Captain America, The Winter Soldier, and Mark has Interstellar, The Grandview, The Best Hotel, and Gone Girl. Scooter, the other uh, and most anticipated film? Yes. Clint Eastwood's Jersey Boys. Ah,
2: <laughs> And also Ninja Turtles and Dumb and Dumber 2.
0: There you go. T.O.,
2: right? F.O.S. <laughs> Abe? Interstellar, for sure.
1: The X-Men Days of Future Past, The Raid 2, Captain America Winter Soldier, and Grand Pudapest Hotel.
0: Yeah, The Raid 2, The Lego Movie, Interstellar, Captain America Winter Soldier, Godzilla, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, yeah, there's a lot of films I'm looking forward to. I actually just posted an article on Ysablu.com for my most anticipated films. Boom. So, yeah, that's, that's all the categories. We've gone through a lot here went through a lot in the course of like
1: an hour, so
0: yeah. yeah, it's um it's fun doing this, and I'm very thankful for all the all of our our frequent guests who were happy to provide the answers. As well, as Scooter, thanks for joining us with me. Oh, no problem. Um, we do like we like doing this because you know it's cool to get a kind of a sum up of the year and kind of you know what everyone thought of different things. And obviously, there's a lot of there's obviously some picks that are very similar, but there's also a lot of diversity. So I mean, there's a lot of love to share, and it's just having to do that. But it's also nice just to give voice to our you know our guests that are that we are happy to have continually on our show.
1: Absolutely. We thank them very much for their time. I mean, again, this is a free show. It's a free podcast. So we're basically just asking them to devote some time to sit down and record with us. And we love
0: chatting about movies. So thank you guys for chatting about movies with us this year. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Abe gives back rubs. He promises them anyway. He doesn't actually meet any of our guests normally. But, you know, every now (laughs) and then when he is in the same room, he's like, all right, I owe you some for being. All
1: right. Who wants a foot rub? I mean, yeah. I go all, uh, I go all Pulp Fiction on my foot rubs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, so that's going to do it for this week's bonus episode of Out Now, Theron and Abe, our second annual Out Now Awards spectacular, other adjectives to describe the show. Show. Trademark,
1: trademark, trademark.
0: And, uh, yeah, you can, you know, you can find my work, dot com Twitter.com, so it's Aaron's PS4. Abe? You can find more fun stuff at com and Twitter.com slash walrusmoose. No hashtag. Okay. Scooter, can people find you anywhere?
2: No, I'm off the grid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and of course, iTunes uh, reviews of Rain is going to get those. We can find all the other episodes about now, Theron and Abe there, and Facebook.com/slash OutNowPodcast and Twitter.com/slash podcast. or email us OutNowPodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your you know thoughts on the year. Different you know, we have a lot of categories. I'll put all the categories. I'll list them out on the uh, in the show notes, and you can you know contribute if you want to add your thoughts on this year and the various performances, one-liners, posters, trailers, etc. But uh, yeah, that's going to do it until we come back with our kind of our Oscar special. We're once again trying to button up 2013. Uh, so yeah, until next time. So long. And goodbye. goodbye.
2: It's
3: happy I'm I think I might be happy if I wasn't with them. I'm not happy. It's in love with us to be. Happy that the fire's rule the bomb is a sheet. With a heck of smile. And it's them who choose And if you don't win then you've lost What a good place to be Don't believe it Cause you speak a different language And it's never been over again Don't believe it, oh no Cause it's never something be over again No It's another Steps over by and these hearts me good women go And if you catch some blood it will land upon the knees Where they open all the wallets And they close all the minds And they love to buy you all a drink And as we ask all the questions And you take all your clothes i come back to the kitchen sink. what a good place to be Don't believe I it. Just make a different when try to Something on What a good place to be Don't believe I Speak a different language And it's never really up to me